Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. I'm so glad you're back and ready to join me for another session. I wonder how your week has gone. Have you been meditating and training for the psychic development and the soul spiritual development and connecting with the various realms and a deeper sense of self? I am hoping you put all that I taught you last week into practice. Do you remember um, in The Karate Kid when... <laughs> He was having to wash on, wash off. And little did he know later, these would be skills that he would uh, use in defense and uh, working his karate. That is a little bit of what you had to go through last week. You are not going to know how important those two types of meditation are, those visualization techniques, until you need them throughout this whole spiritual practice. One is the um, ability to sit in stillness and kind of control your energy and pull it back into your own personal space so that you can work with your energy and work with your, um, you know, your thoughts and feelings to the best of your ability and master that, be an energy master, if you will, of all that. And then the other one was the relaxation techniques in releasing and letting go of tension at various points in your body. These are going to be incredibly helpful. Wash on, wash off. You're going to um, need these. So I do hope you're listening to these lessons in chronological order. And I'm so glad you've joined me for another session. <music> I know last week I often referred to the brain as uh, a muscle, and you know it's not a muscle, it's an organ, but I, I work it like a muscle. I give rigorous psychic soul workouts so that you can strengthen your ability of perception, and the mind is going to be a very important part of that toolbox, part of that skill set that you work to sharpen and hone so that you can be um, able to use it to the best of your ability. So each week and each day, actually, I want you to keep working with those two forms of meditation that I taught last week, the sitting in stillness and the just checking in on areas of your body that need to be released, especially with the sitting in stillness, because what that will do is allow you to kind of master your mind, if you will, especially when you're um, not thinking. You're, you're, the goal is just breathing in, breathing out, and just focusing on the breath and not letting your stray thoughts come in and intervene with your stillness practice. This is really important. Um, so the, the homework for the rest of this week is going to be more of that, more of the same. But today I want to talk to you about some important spiritual components about you. Now, this is all my opinion, but it comes from years of study and I don't know, take it if you will, but this is what I'm teaching. In my opinion, your spiritual practice, your daily spiritual practice should be uh, inclusive of meditation and also cleansing and clearing your blocks and energy field and emotional content. And then lastly, a quest for truth in this life. I think we're all on a journey. I think the, one of the goals is to learn and uh, another goal is to help in ways that we're called to help. And usually that just, just, not just anything, but usually what that means is um, living out our talents and that in sharing those talents become our best possible life. I'm not saying you're not supposed to get paid for what you do. I'm not saying that at all. 
Um, you know, but I think we're here to love and learn and share our gifts and, uh, interrelate with others. So the funny one that I mentioned was that middle one, that cleanse and clear. It's important. You know how we shower our physical body on a regular basis, wash our hair and everything. It's really important to look at our energy body and our spiritual body and our psychic, our, our psychological content, if you will, our psychological being. Your psychological constitution um, is often from your upbringing, you know, your parents, your education, your personal experiences in life. And so it's up to you to kind of process through those and uh, sort out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Um, What are your own beliefs and your values? And how do you want to live your best life as you're processing through any psychological content that you have? In you also have um, incredible cosmic connections, you know, to yourself, to each other, to the people in your family, to the nation that you live in, maybe even the uh, gamut of people that you work with or the town, people around you. It's always fascinating to me to think about these are my cohorts. Goodness, we're all going to grow old together, you know. In my opinion, the um, I, I love astrology uh, in that it it really gives us some clues. To me, it's kind of the Rosetta Stone for the human psyche. I encourage you to get your astrology chart done if you haven't already. It's um, beautiful information to help guide you. Usually the sticky stuff are where we need to, um, you know, work our lessons, but it's also where our power is hidden. Um, it has helped me knowing mine. I remember when I was in my twenties and I got my very first, uh, astrology read by the most beloved Barbara Ibachek, who's on the other side. I, I said to her, oh my God, it's like you followed me my whole life. You know, not only could she read the information, she was very intuitive, um, and really was a blessing on my journey to have that content. So having a good astrologer is helpful. It helps me to, um, look at some of my hangups or where I have hard times or where I can, you know, um, just what lessons need to be learned. I've told you before in this podcast segment, I'm on a Saturn return and it was a doozy. My first one was a doozy. It's all in my first house. It's who I am. It's boundaries, stuff like that. Um, but knowing that that's what was going on these last two weeks was really helpful. I think otherwise I would have been like, oh my God, what the heck? You know, as we know, everything, nothing's lasting, you know, really, except love, really, in my opinion. Um, and so this too shall pass. But it, it was just, it's just been helpful understanding the astrological connection in my life. I'm sure some of you are people that follow Enneagrams or numerology, things like this are also helpful. These are just um, ways to find out your content in this life. When I speak to cleanse and clear, what I mean is to just keep processing, just keep processing, just keep processing, you know, being mindful, working on yourself, knowing what are your triggers, what causes you anger, uh, what causes the ugly stuff you know, and looking back, is it something from your childhood, your youth, or is it the inability to speak up for yourself or put yourself first when you need to have your needs met and you just let people walk all over you and it's no longer an act of selflessness. It's an act of, (laughs) 
just like self-defeat, you know, overburdened, overburdened and overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're overindulging in whatever your addiction might be when you self-soothe. So cleansing and clearing is important. And I don't just mean on just an energetic front, like you learn in Reiki, where you learn to shift your energy. And yes, I'll get into that more later. But really just cleansing and clearing so that you can do your best to start each day fresh. I love the um, AA programs out there. I think they do the moral inventory, not even just at a certain parts of their process work, but also, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of fine people do it. You don't have to be an AA, but you're just looking at the end of your day and kind of taking uh, into account where do you need to maybe make amends or where do you need to look at certain areas to try to do better. My problem is with food. I go to food comfort world. And so I always have to, always have to sort that. So I'm like, oh, look at you. You really want sugar. What is going on with you? And so, you know, my cleanse and clear of my emotional content and my psychological stuff um, is flagged when I want to go towards self-soothing practices. And really what I need to do is self-healing things, you know, like go for a, a walk or a run or go sit and meditate on the beach or in the woods or with a cozy cup of tea or whatnot, listen to beautiful music, dance. You know, these are not, for me, escape things. Sometimes they're just moments to relax, to get grounded so that then I can look and do the soul searching to say, what is coming up for you? What do you need to look at so you can move on from and release? And um, I invite you to do the same. So I, I, the, uh, in my opinion, a really good spiritual practice includes those three things, meditation, daily, to kind of just sit in mindfulness and cleansing and clearing. Like, what do I need to let go of? What do I need to, what am I still holding on to? And then also your quest for truth. And to me, what that means is um, always wanting to know what's really happening here. You know, what's, what's the, what's my truth? What's my truth in this life? Um, and, you know, as I, as we embark on this spiritual psychic unfolding journey together, strengthening together, you know, I definitely want you to have the quest for truth paramount and forefront. It's, um, it's gonna, it's what's going to carry you and give you ultimate fulfillment really is that, um, always wanting to go to the highest truth. And of course, when uh, working with other people or talking to other people, you have to consider what's their truth in this situation. You know, sometimes you come at things and you're like, we're, you think we're on the same page and then you're totally not on the same page. So it's always good to discern truth from one another when you're having connection and conversation. The same is going to be true going forward um, with the work. I call all that I do the work, even when it's for myself, it's the work uh, of my soul's awareness. You know, it's discerning the, the truth, like the ultimate truth. What's the truth here? Sometimes I ask spirit some questions and they're like, mm -mm, we're not going to tell you. I'm like, why? And they're like, mm, you're not ready. I'm like, oh gosh, come on. Um, and then they say you couldn't handle the truth, which I get, you know, sometimes I get that. So <laughs> 
So, so when I speak of the truth, um, it's knowing what's your truth, but what's another person's truth if we're, you're working with another, but what's the ultimate truth? What's the real story? You know, um, this is really about what, what's the, the highest truth? What's the highest good? What's the highest knowing? Those are the truths I want to share and connect with and understand. You have been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. And the reason why I do this is because I know you can do this. I know you can. And so I'm grateful that you're staying with me for the lessons. There will be more to expound upon and more to teach you. My, my A lot of my secrets, a lot of things from my toolkit. And I'm just really grateful that you're listening and that you're interested. And I promise you, it will what you learn here will help you deepen your own spiritual practice, whether you just want to communicate with God or know how you are as an empath moving through the world or how to communicate with other realms of spirit or just to have a more fulfilled life and be able to navigate your world a bit better with more information as you learn to live from your own soul awareness. So thanks for tuning in. You can totally do this. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.